cold open. Take one. Breaking bingo. A personalized different bingo for each person. All you have to do each day of the week is go down to the perfect hand-picked bingo night for you. You go down Monday night to, let's say, the tap room in Sugar House. You're going to be served a wonderful, loud, but not obnoxious, delicate, but yet not tender, Ryan Holyoke hosting a bingo at 8 o'clock at the tap room in Sugar House, Salt Lake City. Tuesday night, you go to O'Shucks, a overly bearing, obnoxious, and sometimes needy Ryan Schlegel hosting his own bingo at 9 o'clock every Tuesday. And then the rest of the week, there's tons of other things that are going on. And that's why you should try out Breaking Bingo, a personalized bingo for each of your very needs and a wonderful rainbow of different bingoers matched for your liking. Check it out on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Breaking Bingo. It's bingo. Or is it? Get your bingo, brah. This smashes. This is Donald Gump, and I'll approve this message. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not. Oh, fuck. I keep doing it. What? People of America. Uh, no one cares about Jesse, and he's our only listener, so I guess we should probably <laughs> cater to his name. Gotta cater, and he's a sponsor. Ladies. Our sponsor ah, is. Oh, my God, Schlegel. <laughs> Come on. People of the universe listening to the podcast. People are going to start chirping your lumber, bro. <laughs> it's time for another edition of. Holy... Wait, what's the song? It's time for the holy... Bad guess. Sure, guess. How do we do it? You it's got the ho- holy... Holy... guess. You got the holy... Shlodcast! The new hit song, hitting America, hitting you right in the funny eardrum, making you laugh. Good bless the United States of America. We are on the way for a full Trump sweep. We are, there's no doubt about it. I'm, I'm going to cut you off right there. I was about to. Oh. About to move into something. He's got the hat trick of the hand on the Bahuna and a charming personality. Hat trick, my friend. Where does that come from? I don't know. It's popular in a thing I like in our topic for today ice hockey. Bam, 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 bam. I looked it up. Ice hockey. I looked it up on Wikipedia today, and it was just so long. First of all, you, if you just put in just hockey, you get. So let's get real, people, ladies and gentlemen. A subject very dear to my heart. I've had no choice. I was given no choice. I was going to be obsessed with ice hockey the way I grew up. I still love it to this day. But there's a reason you have to say iced before it because hockey does have its equivalent field hockey and comes from a thing called i believe shanty Sh- did you look at that part yes. the, the history of hockey is full of lies and misdemeanors it's no one basically knows but let me tell you there was a weird game played in scotland i believe it was called yeah shandy sure i think it's you, you've been known for your accuracy that's the thing someone will tell me you're wrong and also that song is blah 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 by the night you got the shandy dead wrong <laughs> <laughs> but uh so there you have a game happening and i believe the 15 or 1600s it's called shandy um but a lot of people attribute hockey to starting in a, a frozen lake by a bunch of, I don't know if it's Canadian or British. The Canadians are going to get so mad at me. I believe Canadian so- soldiers who picked up sticks and threw out a rock and they played a thing that would morph into the great game 
of ice hockey. Yeah, I think the general consensus is, yes, there's been games with balls and games mm. with sticks since yes. time immemorial. Yes. But it wasn't until the 1800s in Canada. Specifically, where... I would say, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I don't know. What were you about to say? Keep going with that. Uh, where iced canes were brought in. Listen, buddy, I just one-timered you a sweet shot, and you made a sick glove save. Uh, I don't understand the words, but in the 1850s, the first logged game of ice hockey Montreal was played. The first set of ice hockey rules were written by a group of students at McGill University in, in Montreal, Montreal, Canada. <laughs> We're doing like South American accents. You want to go to that Montreal? You get that to my Quebec vibe. <laughs> the ice go down my beat like the rumba beat. You like playing hockey <laughs> and you doing like glove saves. <laughs> <laughs> you got that muffin top titty bar <laughs> down. You went jumping my lumber. Uh, we'll we'll have you translate that for us later. <laughs> Yes, McGill University wrote down the rules in 1870. McGill University, and this is for all those deep puckheads, the place that my once sweet boy now gone off to the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's where Mike Babcock was tutored to be a sweet boy. Where's his McGill lucky tie during all the big Canadian World Cup games? It's a good luck tie. So this article I found was pretty garbage in a lot of respects. It basically says, yeah, we don't really know where it started, uh, but we know where the first recorded game is. And then it says, and then basically since then, nothing's changed. Thank you very much. This has been our history of hockey. And then I looked up. I think you'll enjoy it. I hope that you'll enjoy this. I don't know. We didn't, you go ahead. You tell me. Maybe we I didn't will. speak earlier, so I don't know if you know this, but guess what website this is? The UHL.com. Are you familiar with the UHL? I hate to say I'm not. The United Hockey League? I have no idea. You don't know? Was that like the first league? It was from 1997 until 2006. The United Hockey League, originally known as the Colonial Hockey League from 1991 to 97, and last known as the International Hockey League, it was a low-level minor professional ice hockey league with teams in the United States and Canada. The league was headquartered in Rochester, Michigan. Ooh, where my papa's from. So Really? Yeah. So they started... Uh, to be something for the lower leaguers because the whatever was around before that got too big for their britches. So it says the UHL was originally formed in 1991 as the Colonial Hockey League and had teams in Brantford, Ontario, Detroit, Michigan, Flint, Michigan, St. Thomas, Ontario, and Thunder Bay, Ontario. Thunder Bay, home of the Stalls, the Stall family. Uh Oh, what happened? Delete previous versions of Windows? That is the craziest message I've ever seen. Oh, you know why? I think it's recorded. Oh, fuck. What? Now, we got server. We got massive computer fails. Everything's going to be shut down. The internet's blowing up. No, I'm just recording to the wrong drive. But let me tell you. Do we need to stop? No, no, we'll be fine. Let me tell you. That's interesting. But also, in North America, there has to be... Hundreds of different leagues. Mm. So, like twenty thousand leagues under the the Arctic Sea. Sea. Twenty thousand leagues under the USA. USA. Sure. Um, the let's get back to the beginnings of this thing. Yes, the first formal games. I 
what I've read, read, I haven't gone deep. There is the International Society of Hockey Historians, I believe. International Society. Um, which I kind of want to join because I'm very interested in this stuff. Um, but lots of things you should know about hockey. Ice hockey, the stupid friend of other hockey, of sports in America, no longer broadcasts on ESPN, so that means it's garbage. The only thing that we had recently was the World Cup of Hockey, created by the NHL, to try to wash out the Olympics because they don't want to go to the Olympics. But hockey in this country, the United States of America, where we currently are at, and actually in the state of Utah, it's just it's an afterthought. To be honest with you, it goes pretty much NFL, MLB, NBA, and they hockey likes to think of itself as the fourth one. I but it is. I looked it up. By yeah, money, by money, it's fourth. I thought fourth was more like college oh, yeah. everything. And then, like, maybe NASCAR. <laughs> but hockey is definitely treated as it's – because it, it makes sense. Like, let, let's get down to the brass tacks about hockey. You have to play where it's cold or why the fuck are you doing it? You don't have to. It's a great sport, and I suggest everyone who's in a place where it's not cold to play it. But why would you – there's no reason for it. I understand the culture Help me there. understand the World Cup of Hockey – what the fuck Team North America and Team Europe are about? Do you want to skip? Just this, do you want to skip? Skip around? Are we skipping around? We don't even want to go. We don't want to go proper lineages. Do you want to? Why don't you just ask me questions about hockey? I think this that's is how good. I envision this going. Okay, let's do this. Okay, World Cup of Hockey. What just happened, ladies? And- God damn it, Leo. People of the world, just say it. Who cares? What just happened here in uh, the North Americas, uh, the world was so paying attention to this. The NHL devised a new tournament called the World Cup of Hockey. How many World Cups of Hockey have there been? One. And this was the happened. first? Yes, this is completely manufactured. I knew that it was manufactured, but I didn't know that this There's was the first There's a crazy history one. to this. So basically, the NHL has had a tumultuous... Tumultuous? Tumultuous. So the World Cup of Hockey comes out of the idea that the Olympics does not pay the NHL to be a part of it. And the NHL, like all sports things, is a business. So the Olympics takes place usually, I believe, what, February? When's the Olympics? February? Uh, it's every four years in various countries. By <laughs> <laughs> but let's okay so basically it's in the middle of the NHL season so the NHL owners hate the Olympics because they have to stop their season S- their best players go and play this tournament where they make no money and then come back often some of them injured and this is not too far away from when their NHL season uh, is about to end and the playoffs are about to start so basically these money grubbing owners are pissed off that these players would have the goal for no money to go play a best of best nations tournament for the honor of their country. And can look, I just say, can we call it shorthanded gall? It's a shorthanded gall. I came back from the bathroom, folks, and I'm not zipping up my pants. Gar was so excited about that joke, he ran from the bathroom, fly down, button down, buckle open, and he's proud of himself. But is Michael Jackson. Corey Feldman glove is still perfectly You're on. You can say Michael Jackson weird dingus with a small mark that children can identify. Listen, I can't even <laughs> see that weenus. 
I told his weenus to beat it, but I didn't need to because it's not even there. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, the World the Cup of Hockey in the mirror. was a, a weird preemptive strike by the NHL and the owners of the league to say, hey, let's start our own thing so the players don't know, need to go out to the Olympics. They can just play in this thing as their nation states and we'll make money. We got the cup. World Cup. And they don't need to go anywhere. We could start our own new tradition. Now, here's the thing. They knew, because the Olympics does this thing where preliminary teams play, and, and you have teams like Switzerland that might have one NHL player. You have teams like Austria that have one NHL player. Denmark, Germany. These teams that don't have a lot of NHL presence, they have their own little tournament. And then if whoever comes out of that then plays your major players. And in the international community, Canada first and foremost. Then you've got... United States, where they are a bunch of dinguses lately. Sweden, Finland, Russia, Czech Republic. I think they're called Czechia now. Czechia? Yeah. Really? They didn't want to have Republic in their name because it's too English. Oh, that's fun. So they're Czechia. I like that. Czechia. Better Czechia yourself. And then you have your like hodgepodge of either your Slovenians, your Slovakians. Your Turkmenistans. Not your Turkmenistans. Your Tatars. Your Russia. How dare I forget Russia? Russia. You said it. Did I say Russia? <laughs> say it again. Putin. We got the Russia. Putin has a chunk of radioactive rock ready to drop into Schlegel's gullet. I literally just got ICBM'd uh, by the uh, <laughs> Russian Federation. Um, so let me tell you that really quickly. Those are the countries. So- that reminded me just real quick. I think where it's not really a holy Schlegel without a couple non sequiturs. Mm. We were watching T2, Terminator 2. Great. And, uh, and back then they were thinking the... <laughs> <laughs> the best the future could offer to like come back and kill you was to send a somehow incredibly advanced but also perfectly mimicked version of the human body to come back and kill you. But let's face it, the human body has some flaws. As uh, seen I'm by, looking at as seen by my mirror <laughs> on a daily basis. <laughs> and uh, it's clear T1000 gets fucking fucked up a bunch of times. Anyways. Doesn't that just show the fragileness of human existence? The fragility, I think. Doesn't it just show the vaginaness of... You got the T2! Not that good! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, I was thinking the real future would just send back a drone, and the drone would just float up at like 30,000 feet, lock on to young John Connor... And blow them up. Did I ever tell you that? So, oh, come on. You're no, not even this, a, No, you made me think of something even crazier. It's really good. The drone thing. So in my work of, biz, in my work of business, Holyoke's made it seem that we need to not talk about our place of business. You can do it. I don't Let care. Let me just say I am involved with filming in a way, okay? Mm. And, and the okayness of certain filmings happening. And part of that involves drones. And I once called the FAA to learn more about the ro- the rules of drone filming and how, when, all this stuff. Did you say your name was Alec Drones? Alec Drones. I said, my name is Alec Drones. I work at DroneInfo.com. We're trying to make it easier for drone filmmakers. We work with Roger Stone Photography. It's a Sun different Drones company. Film Festival. <laughs> We got lots of info. We got the chameleons riding these drones and make sure their rules are not up for the rest of the standards of America. <laughs> um, but basically, I asked this guy from the I said to him, I says, I says, from the FAA, what's the deal with droney bones? We got the drone bones. <laughs> and I'm going off about like, I am worried about like, what if a drone falls out of the air and hits a car or hits yeah, a person? Yeah, somebody with those propellers. And he was like, oh, no, I'm way more afraid of people buying multiple drones 
and attacking infrastructures with those drones. Swarms of drones. Swarms. So he was saying 50 drones going to a coal plant. Or oh, one come of, on. Oh, he was all about it. I know, but drones. He put me in the drone zone. <laughs> Speaking of drones, they have Speaking not... Speaking of zones. Zone drones. Aren't there zones? Drone hockey? hockey is a thing to happen in the future. I just decided that. Zone, neutral zone? The dr- neutral drones. Neutral drone. I'm on a neutral drone. What is it? I'm neutral drone. What's the four check? We've got the back check. We're going to go over the rules of hockey. By the way, you brought up the history of hockey. Right now, people see the ice and they see a goalie. They see two defense and they see three forwards. Yeah. At a time in hockey... Nine players. There was a player known as the... Shithead. And that was me. And I still play to this day. <laughs> he plays for every team. Get off the ice. ice. We don't need a shithead, Schlickhead. You got the Schlickhead. Shithead. Hopefully, you listen to the end of the last episode. Oh, this song that we're singing over and over again makes some sense. The Rover was the mm. name of, and it was a position, I believe. Land I don't Rover? It was a. It was an ice rover. Mm. So I don't know if this position was placed behind the defense or in front of the defense before the forwards, but there was an extra player out there. And there's a lot of uh, call today for actually removing a player from the ice because they feel that the way coaches are so smart these days that the game is slowed down. And if you were to remove a player, that's why if you notice now in overtime, there's Ooh, four and then it goes to three mm-hmm. because it makes it way more fast and exciting. But let me tell you, you know, who's not a fan of going one less player, the NHL the player, the NHL PA also known as the, the National player association. association. Cause you just cut out a bunch of jobs and I'm with them. I get it. I understand. They took our jobs. Merci beaucoup, they took our jabs. That was a Quebec person talking about the NHL. Do you know this about, I think I've probably brought it up every time you say Quebec. There's swears in Quebecois, all about religious icon- iconography. Yeah, I think you told me this once. Tabernacle is a swear. And it's talking about? The tabernacle. It, wait, so tabernacle's not... It's not Mormon's We only. are in Utah, We do, and there's no one outside of Utah listening to this, I guarantee No, a bunch of people in Michigan. Really? Yeah, I looked it up. Badass. I love you. Yeah. I love you. They've got to be your people. Probably my people. I love you. Sorry, I swear so much. I'm trying to be a good They're boy. fine with that. They're not my grandpa. Are they listening to multiple or do they listen to one and go, we're out? There's only two states that have downloaded double digits since Utah and Michigan. As Trump would say, Michigan. I love you, Michigan. So let me tell you this. Where was I going? Mm. Where was I at? I was going off on a rant about... Let me tell you. Quebecois. Quebecois. No... I wasn't doing that. You were about, Oh, you were going to oh, the tabernacle. So we're in Utah, and the tabernacle is a thing very well known. We have the Mormon tabernacle, tabernacle choir, choir, world famous, uh, with a movie with Jimmy Stewart in it. Did you ever see that? No. There's a movie about the Mormon tabernacle choir starring Jimmy Stewart. Anyway. Sounds that, pretty dumb. It's pretty bad. But let me tell you. Listen, uh, so wait, tabernacles, you've got your multiple wives and your just crazy for, beliefs that are just ripped from the. Just looking for a baritone that can hold a note for a couple minutes. I just remembered that a uh, good swath of my fan base is Mormon. So I'm going to go ahead and pull the ripcord on this. Rant. What up, LDS? Plus me on that DS. You know what I'm saying? I love that Latter-day Jay Say. Now, 
tabernacles are a thing. Look, in- it's uh, the same thing you know from before, but over here. And yes, there's no archaeological record, but don't mind that. And, yeah, and, and you were in the choir, and, and you were in the choir. And you were a tribe and, of Israel, <laughs> and you were a tribe of Israel. And, and I baptized you when you were dead, and I baptized you when you were dead. Why did baptized you have to? Baptized you when you Ooh. were dead. Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, what I would say, Fuck! <laughs> I need to get That's like a my... coin. I need to get a coin jar for every time I say, "Ladies and gentlemen." You been watching Luke Cage? I'm, I'm been, no, I'm free of the cage. I'm out of the cage. <laughs> despite all my rage, you've never watched Lucas Cage. But despite all my rage, I am an idiot trapped out of the cage. Despite all my slage, I'm still just a fat <laughs> in the cage. Despite all my slage, I'm still just a Flat, fat, and a with a plage. Plage, plage is beach and friends. The hip hoppers and the rhymers, very difficult job. Very difficult. We are the music makers. We are the dreamers of dreams. Now, tabernacles are coming from other religions? Yeah. Like what? Catholicism? Who knows? Yes, because that's what Quebecois is all about. Catholicism. Interesting. Wow. Oh, we got off base here. If you haven't noticed, this whole episode's about my favorite thing, uh, my personal favorite hobby, my sport of choice, ice hockey, which I still play. First game of the season this Sunday, buddy. Where? Uh, I think at Murray County Ice Arena, 315, the Junior's Tavern, R.I.P. Wait, no, that's still going. What? I love the Junior's Tavern. That's the team I play for. And my, you were talking about leagues earlier, we're in the fourth level. Men's League of Garbage Salt League. League. Listen, we're just picking up the scraps here, man. It's mostly <laughs> us just floating on beer cans out there. Buddy. You ever seen a bar underneath the taps? It receives all the... The tapernacle? Tapernacle. Tapernac. Ta- un tapernac. Mon frère, je suis désolé. We're going to get a lot of Quebecers out of this one, I think. Quebecois, as they say. Yeah. Um, one of the things, a couple of things I want to go over with hockey. Yeah, I'm I'll a, just shut up. You no, no, no. There's only one real thing I want to get to okay. about it, and I, this is the thing that probably no one cares about. So ice hockey is very confusing. There's rules. If you ever want to go with me to a Grizzly game here in Utah, me up. I would love to go over and actually explain hockey to you. It's a great time. How many burps can we get guaranteed on that? What? Hundred. I will give you one thousand burps when I go out there. I would love to go to a game with anyone who wants to learn more about hockey. This is more of a, I would say, an introductory class to the nonsense of hockey. But my favorite thing of hockey is that I've been following it my whole life. Detroit Red Wongs. I'm gonna fly high with those boys for the rest of my life. But I'm a big fan of defunct sports teams, specifically ice hockey teams. I like the idea of communities being like, this is our team, get behind the team, and then due for financial reasons, they're gone and they leave. So you have like this weird history. And here in Salt Lake, we had a team that I grew up loving, and they were not in the NHL, they were in a league right below it, a now defunct league. Like the UHL. Called the Intercontinental Hockey League, IHL, which used to be the farm league for the NHL, and here in Salt Lake City, we had the Salt Lake Golden, Golden Eagles. Eagles. You got the Golden, Golden Eagles. And they were a great team, and I love them so much. I miss them every day. But I was in the Bay Area last weekend. You might have known that from the Trains mm. episode. Um, but 
I wanted. I was in Oakland, California, for a couple drinks with some friends, having a great time. Oakland, CA, beautiful town. I love you, Oakland. I kept going up to my friends. I was like, do you think the people who live in Oakland would want me to talk about the 1967 to 1972 NHL team known as originally the Oakland Seals, later on the California Golden Seals, a five-year lasting NHL team, a part of the original 1967 expansion of the NHL, the first time they expanded in over 20 years out of what we commonly know as the original six not really a apt term for them. That was most justly the middle six, because before that you had the New York Americans. All clearly, right, let's I, cut okay. them off. so basically, I was like in Oakland, and I wanted to talk to people about the Golden Seals, the uh, Oakland Seals, where the owner thought is a good idea to spray paint their skates gold as a promotional tool. Golden, only, golden skate bridge. But like, so Oak, so how the seals even became a thing was that San Francisco in 1967 agreed along with the cities of Los Angeles, Pittsburgh, St. Louis, Compton. No, not Compton, Minnesota. That's not a city. It's a state. Well, sorry. It, it was the state of Minnesota. Who else? Philadelphia. And what's the sixth one? Oakland. L.A., Los Angeles Kings. That's the last one I'm missing. In 1967, these cities agreed to have a new team to expand double the NHL. San Francisco said they would be doing it. What? I think my first audible yawn (laughs) the history of the podcast. Let me just tell you really quickly. (laughs) This is going to be quick. San Francisco agreed to take on a hockey team, and then last minute went, whoops, that's bullshit. We're out city of oakland across the bay said we'll take them seals and so that's where they started up they folded sadly after five mm. years of existence 1972 they later became the cleveland barons of course and then the barons they might have also became the, the barons yeah the barons like liquor barons cleveland weird they might have also become a part of the kansas city scouts but they ultimately they get this they, that the rights to the goal, the Oakland Seals were sold enough that they were still in existence in 1991-1992 in a minor league and that team was was turned into the San Donald Jose, Trumps Donald Trumps it was called they were, became the Pussy Grabbers and they were uh, <laughs> the no. Atlantic City Pussy Grabbers <laughs> Existence 2016 to 2016, and were later thrown in prison. No, that you know how the as you were about to say the San Jose Sharks come out of that shark, the Atlantic City Pussy Crabbers come it's out a of a very it. tiny hand coming out of a vahuna. Yeah, oh. look, you didn't want to say it. Vagina. Um, to finish up that story, everyone was on the bated breath to find out. <laughs> The Oakland Seals, through sales, became a minor league team and eventually were sold back to the NHL and became the the San Jose Jose Sharks, which play in the Bay Area. Thank you, everybody. This has been No One Gives a Shit Talk About Hockey with Ryan Schlegel. This has been No One Gives a Shit. Um, what else do you have? Anything else? We're about where we usually are to end it. Well, I'm on masturbated breath here. <laughs> okay, That's been, I've got some questions. Yeah. Uh, you, you, I asked you this question and you launched in this fucking diatribe about why the World Cup of Hockey exists. So, the didn't California answer my question. Golden Seals. No, go ahead. <laughs>
why is there Team North America and Team Europe when there's already Team USA, Team Canada, Team Finland, Team Russia? Come Good on. question. The rover started in Montreal. <laughs> and I, no, so back, if anyone has not, wake up. Wake up from that last thing. Ah, uh, wake up. So the NHL decided to make their own World Cup, and this is a way to fight off the Olympics, right? So they realized they couldn't really – they could have Russia, Sweden, Finland, U.S., and Canada, but they – you know, who did I forget? I, oh, and Czech – Czechia. Czechia. Mrazic, my boy, playing goal for that team. But they were like, we need two more teams, and we can't really ask all these other people to come because they're not that good um, in Europe. So you can't ask the the Denmark. So it is just the scraps. So they came up with this weird The long and short of it is those two teams are the scraps. So they came up with a team called Team Europe, which is all your scraps of Europe, who, in badass fashion, because they were told they were the scraps, made it all the way to the final and almost beat in game two a Vastly superior Team Canada. They gave a great fight, more than us fucking Americans. Americans shit the proverbial bed, my friend. But this was shit on ice, so that's frozen for time. But they also created this team called Team North America. A lot of people were confused about it. Basically, they wanted a rookies team. They wanted, because Canada's so good, they were like, we can't also include all their young bucks. And USA has a lot of them, too. So they all the U.S. and Canadian players scraps that are under 22 23 they became a team called north america and really were uh capture the heart of the tournament and got pretty far as far as scraps go well speaking of scraps gotta huck my boy holyoke (laughs) into the dumpster just like we explained in our crash dumps by the way little teaser do you want to go to the little caesar little caesar little teasers Little teasers. Little oh, teasers. This, the people probably don't know this. The R- Detroit Red Wings owned by... I was just about to say that. Mike Illich and Marion Illich, the founders of Little Caesars Pizza, and they now own the Detroit Red Wings. They bought them in 1980, turned the whole franchise around. They just bought them in 1980. Listen, I was born yesterday. I'm 30 years old. They turned the franchise around. It used to be known as the Dead Wings. We've won four Stanley Cups since then. But we're kind of in a weird spiral. But the new stadium is being built and will open next year. And the name of that stadium in Detroit for the Detroit Red Wings? Little Caesars Stadium. Little Caesars Arena. Um, a little Caesars, too. We Surrounded by lawless war zone, not unlike Somalia. Well, the Rat King has made a deal with the fellow members of Detroit. What? I just thought of that. What? Have they ever made this joke before? Black Hawk Down? Have the Blackhawks ever lost a game? And has anyone ever said Blackhawk Down? Blackhawk Down is what I say every day to any emblem of the Chicago Blackhawks. Not only are they a major rival of the Detroit Red Wings, they're also shitheads, complete racists. They have a weird Native American oh, logo yeah. on there. Plus, they're a garbage team. Your city's fine, but your team is weird. Team's kind of windy. Let's investigate Patrick Kane. Guy's a weirdo. John the Taze. Actually, a nice guy. I respect that yeah. guy. Any lot. rapey boys? There's a, there's some rapey boys in that league. Kane, Patrick Kane's got a weird dubious past, but you got Marion Hosu, who's amazing. You got Keith. You got Seabrook. Come on, you got a great team, Chicago. You know I love you, but go to hell. Have uh, you ever heard the song Dennehy? I haven't. 
It's the rap song all about Chicago. It's a great time. I think you all should listen to it. We'll play a few seconds. I don't know what the fair use uh, laws are, but we're going to play a little bit of Dennehy right here, and then we'll see you next week. This has been hockey. But, I, wait, nope, this has been hockey. Let me get to my teaser. <laughs> this has been. This, this has uh, been how. You didn't even Part hear, one. You didn't even hear the thing. I didn't want to hear it. The garbage dump. I mentioned that I could have gotten a tour of the dump. Mm-hmm. Would you want to go on a tour of the dump with me and we record live from there yes. for a minute? Yes. Little teaser out there. Again, little this, teaser. My name is Ryan Schlegel. I honestly, I make little vids from Bingo Nine. He Love does. for people. Check them out. They are legitimately awesome. Check them out. What's your Instagram? It's uh, shitheaps. Uh, <laughs> find me in jail at one uh, no, collectcom I'm serious. I know what is I, it? R Schlegel. You're asking me. Just search Ryan Schlegel on Instagram. I'm serious though. I know I talk a are you lot serious, right? of shit, but your breaking bingo videos are funny. You make me. You make me blush. As the kids say, funny AF. Well, I, don't, I don't know what AF means. Funny AF. It is after fecal. My name is Ryan <laughs> Schlegel, and my good partner and sweetheart and my paternal life mate, Ryan Hulbert's <laughs> over here. He's my father life mate. Yep. <laughs> words, not my problem. Oh, we got, no, we got problems. Let's do fun one if I want. Oh, goodbye. Oh, goodbye. We, we got to uh, Salad scrambled, but I don't know what to do with those tough salad and scrambled eggs.